Therefore, whoever hears the sayings of mine does them, I will liken to a wise man who builds his house on a rock. Matthew 7:24. Welcome, beloved, to another edition of God's Word with God's chosen servant, Reverend Amos Darko. Reverend Amos Darko is anointed to inspire you with an anointed teaching and preaching of God's Word with down to add practical examples. Get ready as he ministers the Word of God for today. Let's hear a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, it is time to declare your word. Your word is already anointed. And so I ask that may you anoint these lips of mine. Grant me your trance. And make me a blessing in Jesus' name. Today, I want to speak on the topic or the message I've entitled The Wisdom of parsimony. I know you don't understand. The wisdom of parsimony. You say it. Say what I just said. Yes, the wisdom of parsimony. You don't understand the, the term parsimony, but until I explain. When we talk of the wisdom of parsimony, it's actually my own word. But parsimony is an English word which means that becoming very unwilling to spend money and resources on useless things. To be unwilling. To be unwilling to spend money and resources on useless things. Another definition also says it is the extreme care of spending money. The extreme care of spending money or the reluctance to spending money unnecessarily. So the wisdom of parsimony simply says learn to cut down on costs and eliminate waste. You see, uh, uh, when we say somebody carries the wisdom of parsimony, it means the person is always careful how they spend money. They don't just waste money anyhow. They are careful on what they buy and what they don't buy. A parsimonious person doesn't just spend money lavishly. They don't want to squander everything they've been able to amass over the years. Let's read a scripture in the book of John quickly. Then you understand what I'm saying. John chapter 6. John chapter 6. The verse number 12 to 13. Verse 12 to 13. Let's do this. John chapter 6. Okay. The Bible said, so this is Jesus feeding the 5,000 with five loaves and two fish. 5, 000, and the Bible said when they were filled, 
So Jesus made them sit down in groups. He prayed over the, the bread. And he handed it over to them. And the Bible said after they had eaten and they have had their fear. Jesus said to his disciples. Gather up the fragments. Yes, gather up the fragments that remain that nothing will be lost. Gather up the fragments that nothing will be lost. Read the NIV version. Let's look at the NIV version. Very powerful. The Bible said, and when they had had enough to eat. Let's go to 12. Look at 12. When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, gather the pieces that are left over and let nothing be wasted. Let nothing be wasted. A lot of you are poor because you are masters of waste. When it comes to wasting money, wasting resources, you achieve. Is it mostly you tend to think that to be rich, you will need more. But that is not the truth. The, the easiest way to prosperity is not to add up to what you have. But rather to cut down on how things go out of your life. There are some of you, everything you see, you buy. Everything. And so by the time you realize you are buying things you don't actually need. How many of you have bought things you didn't need? Like you didn't need those things, but you just bought it. Sometimes you go to town and you see the shirt. Yes, don't call me. Five CD. Don't call me. Five CD. Don't call me. Hey, two CD. Oh, yes. Where do you want to go? Now, high. Then because you had two CDs. So wow, the shirt is nice. So you just take money out of your pocket. And you pay, you bring the shirt home. But in the end, you realize that this shirt, I can't wear it. I have bought things I never used. What that simply means is that I've wasted money. But when Jesus bless the, the bread and the fish for his disciples to eat. He charged them never to leave anything waste. You see, there is a saying that if you, if you know how to read, eh? if you know how to read, but you don't read, you are no better than somebody somebody who cannot read you you have been to school or maybe you've been to the university you know how to read but you have never read a book after school but somebody on the other hand hasn't been to school before and he doesn't know how to read at the end of the day both of you are the same two of us so if you know how to read and you don't read and somebody who doesn't know how to read when they put both of you on the same scale you are one what I am trying to tell you is that
a lazy man who doesn't work and is always sleeping and you who work but waste money you are brothers you didn't hear what I just told you I'm saying if you know a lazy man who doesn't work if he doesn't work always sleeping but you work but when the money comes you waste the money I'm telling you you are all brothers because in the end at the end of the day the outcome of both lives is going to be poverty Proverbs chapter 18 verse number 9 let's look at something I want us to read this Proverbs 18 9 the Bible says he who is slothful in his work is a brother to him who is a great destroyer. See, I, give me another version, another version. Let's get another version. He who is also slothful in his work is a brother to him that is a great waster. Some of you, when you get money, then your techie will come. When you get money, then yourself will come. People will just be passing. When they call your name, then you give them five Ghana. Some of you, what you hate in life is fans. When they begin to give you some little fans. Sir John, he said, Come, come. This one is 20 Ghana. Come. Yes. And at the end of the day, the Bible is saying that a slothful person is a lazy person. It means lazy. When you see a lazy person and you see somebody who wastes money, they are all brothers. Can I ask you a question? In your life, is your life in surplus or deficit? Is it in account? Is accounting term? Don't worry. It's asking whether your life has profit. Is it in accounting? In accounting. When say somebody, something is in surplus. It means the thing has profit. Surplus simply simply means when your income exceeds your expenses we say you are in surplus so when the company is in surplus it means that the company is getting more money than is spending more money but when a company moves into loss or deficit you realize that the company will be spending more than it's getting a lot of you that is how your life is you spend more money than you get more money and anybody who lives his or her life in that way is called a waster it's called somebody who wastes things and let's not that person think that he will prosper child of God I want you to understand this you can never go forward in life even especially in the year 2021 if you don't learn to cut down on costs you may not understand because it may not seem as wisdom to you but you see 
One of the greatest wisdom keys you can apply to your life is what I'm telling you. If you can learn to reduce how you spend. Some of you sit down within a day, calculate the things you bought. You bought both floats. When the both floats seller was passing, he said, Yes, oh, both floats. You bought yogurt. You bought spring rolls. You bought, you bought what? Kosia. Yes, Kosia. You bought. By the close of the day, you realize that all the money you got has gone into expenses. One day a woman told me, Pastor, you see, my money. Anytime I work, 50 Ghana cities flies out of it. 50 cities, hey, yes. not true. Anytime I work, a spirit comes to take 50 cities. And I told them, No spirit takes your money, you are the spirit. See, sometimes I wonder how people think. They are doing business. They go for a loan to do business. And at the end of the day, he said, Sikana Yabasa, Mehus Kanano. Sikana She. And you begin to ask yourself, This Sika that you went for, at the end of the day, when you sell, you eat from the money. Yes. That evening, you ate banku and okrosu. You took the money from the bowl. The next morning, when your children were going to school, you took the money from the bowl. You want an angel to replace money which has already been taken out. So at the end of the month, you realize that you need to go and pay for the loan, and the things are finished, but there is no money. Cut down on the cost. Is he? The difference between rich countries and poor countries. It's not what they have. Listen to what I'm telling you. The difference between rich countries and poor countries. It's not what they have. But it's rather how they spend what they have. That is what creates the difference. You see, European countries will sit down. European countries analyze a decision they want to take. Analyze a, a jet they want to buy for the nation. Analyze, analyze a project they want to embark for the nation. And ask themselves, this thing, is it going to profit us? Are the citizens going to get a profit from it? Are the next generation, our children's children going to benefit from this decision? When they realize it will not help, they said, oh, let's, let's abort it. But as in, in Ghana and in Africa, you be shocked. A government will come to power and it will go and buy buses, buses. And they will distribute to almost every part of the country. And they will use a. When that party leaves power and another party comes, they will leave the buses. And they will also go and buy another bus. Let me tell you something you don't know. In this nation, anytime a government leaves and a government takes over, the, the incumbent government or the government coming to take power from those who are going, they don't use the things they build. 
and they don't continue is it true of us when they come by the time they take power all the castles that let's assume maybe a PPR was in power PPR was in power and they left and PPP came by the time PPP came they will leave everything that belongs to PPR from the cars they were driving down to the buildings they started the projects they abandon all those projects and they will come and say for the sake of our people and the love of our people we are going to also build houses for them so at the end of the day you realize that African countries most especially are masters of wasting or they are wasters this person will start this this person will come he will not continue he will also go and start his own yes. when I was in Swedro I went to um, Swedro School of Business that's why I schooled I went to Swedro when I went to school I saw we had a statue over there of the founder and I saw some sword which has been cut there is some sword cutting a particular government or administration did sword cutting wanted to build school buildings for the school so they started digging the foundations and what have you then they went into election and they lost and another party took over the party that party took over sat on the chair for eight years. Party for so but now so eight years. They never came to the school um, to continue what because then the person who did the sword cutting, his name was there. He was a vice president of Ghana. And then vice, I don't want to even mention his name. And later he became the president of Ghana. And later he died. So he did the sword cutting. When another party took over, they left us. They left the building. The, even the polytank was left over there for eight years. Yes. The contractor's polytank was left on site for eight solid years. Until that government lost power to the people who started the project. Then when they came, they started again. Doing the project. Continuing the project. Then they lost. And the project ceased. Child of God. It will surprise you to know that in Ghana. There are certain schools that still meet under trees. Not because they don't have a school building. But the school building which was started was started by a government which is not their party. So you realize that they become what? They become experts in wasting. And when you come to Ghana, there are so many things. I can show you some of them. This person will buy. When this person comes, they will not use. Electoral Commission has got their office over there. That's where they keep all their things, their cars. They were were brand new pickup cars. Pickup cars. Yes. Which was left in the bush. Superman. Nice, nice, nice. More, more than 100. 
pick up cars. They, uh, some of the some of the some of the um, administration or the power the government they come into power they buy a car maybe in their in their last year so they register the car let's say 2017 and they lose election 2017 when another party comes into power he will import new cars and anytime i drive by the cars i look at brand new pickup cars in the bush is he in ghana a, a, a knowledgeable person will not be taken because he belongs to a political party. Yes. And at the end of the day, somebody will be brought in who doesn't even know his left from his right. And you see that the person is an ignorant person. But the person who knows how to do the thing belongs to another political party, so they will not take it. And we are here. We are here. In Africa. That is why most of the African countries have been developed. Including Ghana. When you go to some of these European countries, there are things they call political issues and they have things they call national issues. They don't mingle national issues with political issues. hope you've been blessed by this message. For further information on Reverend Imosdako's tips and books, please send us a mail at rev.imosdako at gmail.com or call plus 233-503-861-399. Thank you for your time and God bless you.